0: Welcome back to Our Sounds Podcast, I'm Steve. I'm Simon. And firstly, we'd like to say a big thank you to the feedback that we received for our Two Footed Series. Um, we did a, a tribute to the late, great Gordon Banks and we looked at goalkeepers, didn't we? We did. And that's received some really good feedback. If you've not listened to it, give it a bit of a listen. It's a bit more of a streamlined version of what we usually do. Uh, un- under half an hour, so it's, it's an easy listen. So thank you for that and that will continue... Uh, Next week, so we'll strive to get them out every Wednesday, where possible. This week, I think we'll start with the game at the start of the week, the Monday game, where you I, I watched the highlights. You watched the full game, didn't you? I did. Uh, Man I United did. versus Chelsea, well, uh, Chelsea versus United at the Bridge in the FA Cup.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, well, it was
0: a bit of an anticlimactic game,
1: really. You thought Chelsea might come out and prove a point, mm. or Sarri might come out and prove a point. I don't think United were that spectacular. No, that's list. what I've read.
0: I've read. I've read three or four different match reports, looked at match ratings. I watched in the highlights. Yeah. Um, and it didn't seem to me that... I know I know United were up 2-0 uh, before half-time, weren't they? Yeah. They scored a second just before half-time. Um, it didn't look like there was a great deal of... I mean, United didn't dominate. United did what they've done under Oli so far, and they've been clinical. They've created chances well, and, they've, and they they scored. Done, they scored when they needed yeah. to.
1: They've done what they've done under Oli in terms of they've given the ball to Pogba and Pogba's
0: shown how classy he is. He is, and we're going to speak a bit more about yeah. the enigma that is Paul Pogba. Uh, but I thought what we'd speak about, and it's been all over the news this week after the game in the fallout, was Sari's stubbornness again and his, and his substitutions. It is his a big point. Yeah, it's from, again, from reading and watching the highlights... Um, Two out of his three subs were like for like, so it's not going to change the way you play. And another sub, um, I think that you wanted to look at. Well, no, all more. three of his subs oh, were like for like. So, yeah, it was defender for defender in the, the 82nd minute, yeah. So, Linger who, 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 who was the sub then? So, you, the first sub, I believe, was his. Was, Pedro for William. Yeah, so that's that's I mean William's more of a winger but it's still just attacker for attacker, isn't yeah, and it? Yeah, you're more, not, you're more. not taking out a defensive player and throwing on an attacker to yeah. make yourself more attacking. It's attacker for attacker. So that's not going to change a great I deal. I mean,
1: is I'll, it? I'll say on that one if Pulisic can't get past those two. Yeah, exactly. I'm going that to worry but yeah, Then the second sub was oh, I shouldn't really
0: need to even mention it. Of course, it was the Kov Bark switch. <laughs> uh, my dad said, and I agreed with him completely the other day. He said while well, 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 while watching it, he said, "If Ross Barkley is the answer, what on earth is the question?" He didn't say "What on earth." I, I uh, no, no, I, so I know your father. A couple of words in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what on earth is the question? And when you're chasing a goal, yeah. And to bring, I mean, I, I thought Kovacic has looked okay this season without looking spectacular. He played well against us early on in the season. Um, but to take off Kovacic for Ross Barkley and think that's gonna get you back in a game. Well, it happens every down, week. It's, yeah. Whoever starts comes off for the other one. It's, yeah, it's, it's just it's... a done one. The last substitution
1: was the big talking point. Yeah, you two nil down in the eighty-second minute, I think it was. Yeah. You're thinking right. Well, this is Hudson Odoi's territory. He's got a name for himself. Mm-hmm. Wants to prove, you know, he's the one. Exactly. You look at the bench, and it, it's not. It's not it's the somewhat very Mario-looking Italian that is <laughs> Zappa Costa. Zappa Costa who? As, who? As, I'm not going to even pretend to say his name, Dave. He started to come off the field, looked over, looked at the TV and thought, no, it can't be, and it was.
0: In the 8th second minute, you make a left, di- left-sided left change, to defensive me, change. To me, it looks as if Sarri's trying to make it look like he he's the one who knows all. Like, he's, he's, he's almost making decisions to try and prove a point. Rather than making a decision based on the game, it's like, I'm the manager, I'll do whatever I want. And to a degree, in Rafa's last year, he did that a couple of times when he was having the arguments with the owners. Mm. He'd make changes and you'd think, it's not the right change it's, it's almost like when we were away at Birmingham and looking for a goal he takes Fernando Torres off for David Davido and, and there's still the clip on YouTube where Gerard looks to the bench and he looks absolutely perplexed at what this change is go and have a look yeah. at it on YouTube it's, it's incredible and it's almost like Sarri's doing that it's like I'm in charge I will make whatever sub that I deem necessary at that time worryingly two of the managers have tried that previous to him and both have in, in the same mm-hmm. fate I, I'd be very surprised um, if he's there at the start of next season, but no, I was be, talking
1: because of, because, of, because of this ban now. This, which I, I think they'll appeal yeah, it, I think, yeah, they'll
0: appeal it. Um, it'll be put behind, to yeah, exactly. I mean, they've spoken about is it Steve Holland taking over from him. He's currently England number two. Oh, yeah, um, and he's been at Chelsea in the past, hasn't he? Steve yeah. Holland, I think, um, so he, he, he'd go in there. They've spoken about Lampard as well. It might be a bit too soon for Lamps, um, but it's just it looks to me that he's trying to force his way out, and now. You obviously got the news midweek that his that his future was discussed by the higher ups, and then a day later, apparently, representatives from Roma contacted him about taking over next year. So yeah, the smart money is on Sari being at Roma next year, and yet another manager coming into Chelsea. The worrying thing for me was in the
1: game um, was Chelsea had two shots on target for the entire game, Mm. both of
0: which came in the eleventh minute. This annoys me. This because you can bet your bottom dollar that they have an absolute stormer when we play them. Absolute stormer when they come to Anfield, and yet they've rolled over against both Manchester clubs. Um, yeah, it wasn't. This the score wasn't surprising to a degree because United have been playing well. Chelsea haven't basically. Not at all. Um, well, actually, interestingly, they've lost as many. As they've won in the last ten games, won five, lost five. And considering the start they had as well, exactly. Right? Well, unbeaten I've put, I've for a here, long. That's as many as he's suffered in the past forty-one games. It's, things aren't looking good, and we've mentioned it on previous podcasts. Player Paul rules at Chelsea, and I, and I mentioned um, I told my makes midweek. Um, it was a bit of an odd appointment straight away, sorry. Because sorry, if you look at what he's done in the past, he's obviously not won anything anyway, but. That, that's not a stick to beat him with, but he's a very romantic manager. You look at what he did at Napoli. He based it all on the fans. He's very passionate. Yeah. Um, and Chelsea's not the club. You can Chelsea is the most unromantic club, yeah. unromantically run club in the whole country. What are you saying about the bridge? It's a beautiful <laughs> stadium. You know what I mean. They don't. They don't make. Obviously, most football clubs they don't make um, big decisions with their heart, but Chelsea more so. They have no sentiment. If a manager does poorly for a run of games, he's gone. Is that and something
1: to do with only coming of age in the early two two thousand three, wasn't it yeah.
0: 2003 when they were bought by Abramovich? I don't know. Uh, it was just, it was just doomed to fail from the beginning, yeah. I think. Uh, and the very fast start looked good, and it made things it papered over the cracks that were to come.
1: Yeah, I, I think Chelsea are in real trouble. They're
0: in real trouble of finishing six. I, I wouldn't put it past them to go and win the Europa League and get them in the Champions League that way. I think, I think the Europa League could be there for one of the two English clubs, and I don't know we'll talk about that um, in the next segment. But in the league, I just can't see them. I can't see them getting above Arsenal, which says a lot about Chelsea. And I can't. I definitely can't see them getting past United now. United the momentum. It's incredible,
1: isn't it? I mean, uh, I know you wanted to move on to to talk about in particular one man, but before yeah. we do, I wanted yeah, to I just mention. Um, Rashford because he's under Oli, and I've said previously on podcast, it is no surprise to me that a striker is now thriving underneath. No, the management of Oli gonna A striker, Ali. exactly. A striker. Who, or will be giving him advice, I assume, such as just go and hit it. Yeah, you know, strikers. Don't be not...
0: worried. Don't be worried about missing. Yeah, because you could tell that even Lukaku, Rashford, Martial. They were all terrified of making mistakes and losing the ball. Mm-hmm. and They were playing within themselves under Jose. And Oli has obviously given them that freedom to say, right, you're going to miss a few chances but you'll score. Yeah. Um. So so give it a go. Have have, it, have an attempt from outside the box. If you're in the box, don't take three or four touches first. Just swipe your foot at yeah. it and see what happens. It um, really
1: has changed. Yeah, has Quite a, changed a few of those players. Him. I think I was reading midweek. I can't remember which, which pundit said it but they said that Oli had... Changed every single player in that dressing room in some way, yeah. apart from one, Sanchez. Yeah, he's looking that like seems, a very expensive mistake. That seems that's, and, and
0: I'm sure we'll talk about Sanchez um when we speak about the weekend's games in a bit. But he's he's looking he's looking anything but the player that we all thought at time for United. We we all thought that dipping form at Arsenal was because he didn't want to be there, and when, once he got yeah. to United, he'd thrive. Um, and you could understand to a degree him not doing under Jose. But there is nothing. There's no reason why he wouldn't and shouldn't be doing better. Well, he come. He came out this week, didn't he?
1: And he spoke about how he needs the. He needs to be playing to recapture that form. But yeah. I'm sorry, but that United team is looking great right now. He's an exper- You're not.
0: You're not ahead. No, of he's. Marseille. He's an experienced player. He's captain of a of an international football team in Chile. He shouldn't need any excuses, right? I need to play five or six games to get my groove back. Maybe a couple of games, but yeah, yeah. he's not really shown any glimpses in when he's been on the pitch. Now, if again, I'll talk about this later, but if he starts, and this could come back to bite me in the backside. But if he starts a weekend because Marshall hasn't passed his late fitness test, I'd rather face Sanchez than Marshall again. That could come back yeah. to bite me, and I'll get a tweet tomorrow saying, "Ha ha ha, that Sanchez proved you wrong." But I mean, that's the that next of football. podcast if you want to do that, <laughs> yeah. Um but it wasn't Sanchez that I wanted to look at in detail, was it? No, the player you wanted to look at, and I'm just gonna give his stats
1: before we go Please into do it. it. Please do. Under his previous manager, five goals, four assists. Yeah. Under his current manager, nine goals, six assists. Yeah. He has turned it on.
0: The French Enigma that is uh, the walking haircut that is paul pogba mm. now i said to you at the start of the week this was after the chelsea united game wasn't it i i wanted um to talk about paul pogba um on this weekend's edition of out of towners i
1: remember we are unbiased uh, that may are you going to me now not okay. now
0: but um I'll, I'll do my best i'll start it by saying he's clearly a quality footballer you look at what i did i remember watching him at juventus and he was incredible. Um, he was so dynamic. And he's a, and he's doing that now. The reason I wanted to talk about him was because there have been renewed shouts for him to be considered as PFA Player of the Year. And I know we've mentioned this. We with, have. Uh, not with any kind of detailed chat. But we've mentioned uh, calls for him to be seen as PFA Player of the Year. Or at least considered uh, on a previous episode of Outletowners. And this really wild me. And obviously my bias comes in here. But I'm looking at United and they're fourth. And first of all, I can't see how a team who are fourth can have the PFA Player of the Year. It could happen, but usually a PFA Player of the Year is either one player that's had an incredible. Like Salah won it last year. We didn't win anything last year, but Salah won it last year. Can I just. And Salah, let me finish that. Salah had an incredible one off season. Now, Salah's still doing particularly well, but he had an incredible one off season where he scored 40 goals. He broke the record of goals in a 38 game season, and we almost won the Champions League. Uh, and we finished top four despite having a long run. So, here, him and De Bruyne were at it last year and they played well for the whole season.
1: Yep. Yeah. But, in terms of you talking about what Salah did for your squad, what mm-hmm. Kevin De Bruyne did for yours, Pogba in his last 15 games, uh, sorry, his last 12 games, mm-hmm. has been involved in 15 goals. Yeah. I agree with you that you cannot, the PFA player of the year cannot go to a man who has his first five months of the year
0: off. And that's what I mean. You said, what did you say then? Uh, in his last how many games? 12 games. Right, okay. So in his last 12 games, he's been incredible. There's no doubt about that. But we've played, United have played 26 games this season. Huh? 26 games. How can you possibly, and you just said it as well, how can you possibly give the PFA Player of the Year to a man who basically took 15 games off? Now, well, actually, I, I think that twelve games is all competitions. Right, that's fine. So even so, more games yeah. off. So, it's fair enough not getting along with your manager, and, and I'm and I'm desperate for any if any of our listeners support United, I'd love you to kind of give me your point of view at times I'm, podcast. Yeah, I'm not doubting his abilities as a player. He's incredible, and he will be a big player um, tomorrow in in the game. that My nerves are starting to kick in about he will be that's anything, not like you any, any, <laughs> let me
1: guess you think you're going to lose 12 now probably okay. <laughs> we'll expect low well and be happy with anything above um, that's a Newcastle mentality <laughs> we'll, we'll,
0: we'll think of a loss and if we get a draw anything yes. above it yeah um, I'm not doubting his abilities as a footballer um, but I mean I keep hearing from the likes of any Mike, City United oh if Liverpool win the league they'll be unbearable well United have had a good 12 games and now Paul Pogba was the best midfielder in Europe I mean, how's that more? How's that more? How's that less delusional? I think that's just the Man United
1: way, out there. they? I just find it baffling. I think it's been a while since they've been able to bang on about one of the players. It is,
0: and I'm going to completely shoot them down now. Yeah, he's good. Um, he's world class. Not, I, I, I don't think he is. Oh, like, so, Messi, come on, no, his this season, he can play a world class pass. He can.
1: But he can play. He
0: can play a world class game. I know what you're going into. World class players. World class players don't take. Fifteen games off,
1: fifteen to twenty games. I off. completely agree with that, but my point is, he, at twenty six years
0: of age, has the ability at this point to go on and be a world. I don't think killer. he's got. I don't think he's got mentality. I don't think he's got. He's not got the willpower to do so. He's all about himself. Yeah, he, no, he's I get all it. About
1: himself. It's this snowflake sort of thing, isn't it? We talked a lot about footballers and how it's changed over the years, but I think
0: if he continues this season. I don't even think that's a big if, that is a monumental if. All it takes is one little rift with Solskjaer. And he knows, the way he, the United fans are going overboard about him being the best midfielder since Scholes or whatever, the way they're going overboard, all he'll have, all he'll be thinking now is, well, if if I fall out with Ollie, I know that I can play poorly for 10, 15 games, A new you mind you'll come in, I'll play well, and I'll be their favourite player again. United fans are almost kind of festering this attitude in him, he knows that he can get away with it now. He knows he can get away with going missing yeah. for five months because all it takes is ten games where he plays a few decent passes and he's he's relatively like he's he's probably you can't argue he's the informed midfielder in the league at the moment. You can't argue against that. But he knows that he can take months off because he knows it'll take one month of good performances and the United fans will love me again. It's your fault, United fans. Like, yeah, you you're you're growing. You're giving him this sense of I can do whatever I want. But it's generally, it's generally football fans in general, isn't it? There is yeah, a, but, a large we're not, section of we're football not fans about, who are fickle. Ass. Not, no, 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 there are, and that's the nature of the beast. But what I'm talking about is this Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba for PFA Player of the Year, which I find quite ridiculous. I think you could list maybe 40 players in the league who deserve it more than Paul Pogba, and that's not even me exaggerating. I think you could pick out pretty much anyone from the Wolves first eleven. Because it'd be incredible this year. Anyone really? Conor Cody at the back, Neves, Patricio in net. You could. Neves has. He's not been as good as last year, but he's still been quality. Anyway, Uh, I tell
1: you what, we are we are getting off on a tangent here.
0: Um, Shall we move into? We we will, but I'd like to end this segment by saying, Paul Pogba, play with the air, my backside. And with that, shall we move on to the European games? Yes, excellent.
1: Okay, moving on to Europe midweek. Yeah,
0: um, lots, we, of, lots of English involvement. Week, yeah, we possibly. spoke
1: last week, didn't we? It's been a two-week affair. Yeah. Um, this this week, the big the big teams played this week. Well, I think I made <laughs> that. Like, I think I made that sort yeah, of quick. Danny last agreed. Week. Danny agreed with yeah. as well, the uh, big the Let's big start teams.
0: with your boys. Um, yeah, I was there. Um, lots of trepidation going to Anfield on Tuesday on the drive there. Get out! You were nervous. <laughs> well, I think a lot of us were. Um, and I'll talk about the result in a minute, but when you know that you're going to have a makeshift centre back pairing, knowing that Van Dijk was suspended, Lovren was up in the stands looking like some Sith Lord with that. Um, do you not see the picture of him with his towel over his head? Or oh yeah, he yeah, look yeah. like yeah. some kind of evil Sith Lord. Ah, oh, when well, you're um, the world's
1: best defender. Yeah,
0: you exactly. Can get away so with it. we knew before the game um, that we were going to have a makeshift back two, and plus Trent's literal and just coming back from injury. So yeah. over the back four. Trent coming back from injury, Matip has has, has had good games and awful games this year. Fabinho is our first midfielder on the team sheet, but slipping back into centre-back. You don't know how that's going to go. And then Robo, obviously. Coming up against the likes of Lewandowski, Kingsley Coleman, who... I will say, haven't been excelling as they have done over the look previous at, But If you look years. at Lewandowski's numbers, if you looked, I, I remember listening to Ralph Honigstein, German football uh, expert this week, and he says if you go off just the numbers for Lewandowski, he's still having an incredible season. He scored, I think, over 20, uh, 25, 26 goals in all competitions. Um, I could be wrong, but he's, he definitely said he's having a good season. Um, they were missing Muller, but they still had, I tell you who really surprised me midweek, and it was Gnabry. With the ex-Arsenal player yeah there was, he, a, t- there was a tough battle wasn't it? He, he caused he causes some real problems down Robbo's he, I mean him and Coleman kept swapping um, but him and Coleman causes real problems down down the flanks so yeah I was nervous before the game um, I think I said to my dad without predicting any results I said I'd just be happy not to concede tonight I didn't say a 1-0 or a 2-0 I just said I literally just said I'd be happy not to not concede does that not worry you though what? Because of your away form in Europe this season. It is, and I heard, um, I think Andy Goldstein, the moronic Cockney mank on TalkSport after the game, was going on and on about how poor a result it was because of our away form in Europe. He says, we hadn't um, scored away in Europe, or won away in Europe, I can't remember, won since, away. since April last year. But then, let's flip that on on its head, we hadn't not, concede, we hadn't not scored a goal... At Anfield in Europe since March, and that happened midweek. Yeah. So there was just as long a run on that one, and that yeah. changed. So yeah, it worries me a little bit. But so much stock, and I know um, Danny mentioned Danny mentioned it last week about keeping a clean sheet. Clean sheets are vital in the first legs um, of Champions League games if you're at home. Away goals count massively now. And it I, do. And I, and, I, and I know we haven't scored. I mean, we didn't score. We've not scored in open play in Europe this year because obviously our goal at PSG was a Milner goal. Um, but we know what we need to do at Bayern, and let's think about it this way, say we'd have scored in the last minute and finished, uh, finished one nil. Mm. that's only really one extra result that we can have to go through, and nil nil takes us through if we win one nil. otherwise, 1-0 means nothing, it's, it's, true. Mean, it's Bayern, true, Bayern would still have to score, and Bayern still, unless it goes all the way to penalties, Bayern still have to score, we've still got to score, so like I said, Goldstein, the idiot, I think he's more of a troll really, who tries to get a rise out of people, and he did, admittedly, he got a rise out of me because it made me angry, but he was talking about, how poor a result it was, and actually, to keep a clean sheet, against a Bayern team, who have been incredible, you look at their, um, run since the winter break, they've been incredible, since the, since the winter and break, and they came to Liverpool, with one game point, they sat deep, they, they did, and the onus was on us to score, and we actually had a few chances, in the first half, but Matt Summers got man of the match, for me, that's all you need to yeah, know, yeah, yeah, um, and Fabinho was incredible, like two, absolute last ditch challenges to to deny Lewandowski I think it's nowhere near as bad a result as people seem to think Um, and we've yeah we haven't scored from open play in Europe this year away from home but you've always got to fancy our front three they're not going to be as ineffective as they were at Anfield again Bobby Bobby hadn't trained for two days before that so he wasn't even at his best had to go off after however however long I like I said I said at the start of the game to dad as long as we don't concede I'd be happy and we didn't concede and all everyone on the outside was trying to paint it as this poor result but yeah we might go out if we go out then fair enough but i'm as, not as mentioned last week first leg
1: if you're at home you get away without conceding and That's a certain and a certain
0: manchester club didn't do that last weekend no. last week they lost two nil and their tie's is pretty much over whereas we're still in it in yeah. our time uh tell you what let's move on yeah. uh just to the next few games
1: the Leon Barca game finished 0 0. Yeah, that was a um, non event, really, wasn't it? No, it, it was. Uh, just a couple of stats from that, I thought. Messi um, has now got 90 goals in his last 90 starts in yeah. Europe, which is just.
0: I mean, that would have been the same before, though, wouldn't it? Like no, 19, it would have 18, been. 18, eight yeah, 9 but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it just clicked over.
1: Yeah. Um, and Lopez, um, the goalkeeper, the Leon goalkeeper, yeah. 25 shots, five of which on
0: target, but still, good yeah. wall. I mean, you'd still fancy Barca to go through there because that was that was at Leon, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so. so you'd fancy Barca to um, to do something at the Nou Camp, but you never know. You really never know in the Champions League, yeah. and Leon could come up with the performance of their lives. Barca could be as complacent as they have been at certain times this year. Magic of you know the cup,
1: the magic of the it Champions It does travel League. to the Europe as it, it, well. It
0: does sometimes.
1: Uh, next game was at uh, one
0: which I don't know that I'm that surprised I'm, about. Well, to be honest, I, is this the City Chelsea game? No, no. Before that, the Atleti oh the Juve athletic game. Juve game um, I don't know Juve have obviously you've got the likes of Napoli uh, who, are, who are doing well I think who's second in Serie A is it Napoli still I think it is Napoli I could be wrong but other than that and you can say something similar about Serie A the teams in the lower half of that Italian league are just cannon kind of fodder for Juventus
1: Napoli so,
0: yeah so Napoli so Juventus haven't got a great deal of um, competition in their own league, and they've got to step it up. And Athletic, there are very few teams and managers better in one-off European tyres. And they're so pragmatic. They are wonderfully, they are wonderful defensively. Absolutely fantastic. Superb. Um, and actually Jimenez has been getting quite a few goals as well, so yeah. not only that. So I don't think it was that surprising. Um, and also something that wasn't surprising was Ronaldo's petulant attitude Um, and this is why, this is what separates him from Messi Um, when things aren't going Messi's way, you don't see him interacting with the crowd you don't see him whinging in in the neutral media zones, you don't see him saying I've won five Champions Leagues Athletic won 0 no, Cristiano, you haven't won five, the teams you've been with have won five you actually did nothing in Kiev absolutely nothing, Bale did more, um, so that yeah, you've won five Champions League and that's an, an achievement. But, I mean, I'd love to hear what the likes of Griezmann and Costa would say to Ronaldo there. Because football, in, in essence, is a team game and he's just so petulant. Yeah, he's. I, I, we've had
1: this argument so a lot, petulant. haven't we? In terms of, I think, maybe a fair few years ago, I think you were li- more leaning towards the Real. I was very much leaning Barca. But I think as, no, I, I just, like, as the years have gone on and I think as ronaldo's made decisions that he's made i think he, the the messi ronaldo debate as as
0: i think we're very lucky to have been in a time where they're both um at their peak and they are both going to go down as greatest ever footballers or some of um i just think it's the way people perceive messi and ronaldo whether it's right or wrong but ronaldo coming out with that in front of the cameras just shows that yeah you play for you you don't play for your team you play for you um so, yeah, I don't think it was unexpected, his reaction in the Athletic game, to be honest, in the Athletic win, really. I just
1: hope that Atleti go back to
0: Italy in the... I hope the they do the job, yeah. I'd rather see Atleti in the later stages than Juventus, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Plus, it'd be a big one for Ronaldo. Goes yeah, to make his mark out. in yeah, Europe. Exactly, and... exactly. Anyway, uh, last game of the week in the Trump biggest Green. European competition I mean, was Schalke
0: City. Yeah, Schalke City out of Schalke. Um, if I'm being completely honest... I turned it off after two one, um, much to my dismay when I checked back. I've seen the highlights since. Um, Schalke. Let's not gloss over this. We we mentioned it. We we joked about it last week. We dined didn't we? Where we were looking at where they were in Bundesliga, scrolling down, or down, or down, and they were fourteenth, I think, at the time. Schalke are the weakest team in the competition by quite some distance at the moment. I'd say, yeah, by quite some distance. We all expected when talking last week. That city would get the job done comfortably. Well, it's one out of two, there, isn't it? They got
1: the job done. They did, and they were comfortable, comfortable. Really, it was two penalties, which you can argue. I thought they played poorly. That's why I
0: watched. So I thought they played yeah, poorly,
1: but still, twenty-one shots, six of which on target. Yeah, they were dominant possession. pretty I, much were, I thought
0: they were slow. What was the pass? Is, is the pass completion rate? Right? I don't know. No, I, got that I here. thought they were very sloppy in possession. Basically, they were lucky that. Um, that Sane scored an absolute worldie to get yeah, them back yeah. on terms, and then Schalke were just basically dead from that. City will take them back to the Etihad. Um, I don't think Otamendi's suspension will mean anything. I don't rate Otamendi at all.
1: Um, but a European night with his experience, and he's at that point. What was it? It was two all. Yeah. No, no, it was two one. They were losing two yeah, one at that point. That's when, that's when I yeah. turned it off at two one. Why? Red card. Wh- why has he got himself into that position?
0: <laughs> was was one of them not a handball? Am I thinking of another game? I'll be honest with you. Didn't you, didn't you yeah. um, I I don't think they'll miss him in the return. Like I think they'll go through very comfortably. Schalke weren't were anything special. Like I said, they are the w- City will City will be comfortable. Uh, there's not a great. There's not a, the only talking point from this game was the the three minutes it took to give the penalty for handball, which I mean you could if you've seen it again, you could argue hands down by his side, it's not really a penalty. And slow motion has made it look worse than it is, yeah. That's the issue and, with the we'll, and, and again, we'll mention VAR later. But we're doing a um, a special on referee and a VAR midweek in the two footed series, so I don't want to talk too much. No, about I'll it tell it you now. what,
1: let's move on to yeah. the lesser European competition, yeah. Second tiered, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's start with the red side of London, London
0: yeah, we're North London, um, yeah. Got off to a good start. They were one nil down from the first leg when this, but they they got an own goal in their favour in the fourth minute. Fourth minute, yeah, yeah. So incredible. As soon as as soon as I went in, you thought Arsenal were through.
1: Interesting though, and I'll be honest, I've Europe to me doesn't really mean much, and now and again I no going to watch a game, but I, I don't. No watch one many. Watches,
0: Yeah, no one watches the Europa League unless they're team. Actually, I tell it. you
1: why that is, and it's maybe we could have a discussion about this down the line. It's because I can't access it. BT I have Sky mm. I'm not paying 20 quid a month for an extra, for an extra yeah. it, it's ridiculous I think that might
0: I think, yeah I think that might be a, a future two footed mm. series ridiculous but anyway
1: what for me surprised me with this game is you'd argue that over the last four or five years Arsenal have tried to revamp that that forward line
0: yeah
1: Mustafi and um, Socrates I was going to call try and say his surname <laughs> yeah did chicken out? Yeah. <laughs> Both with the goals. Yeah. It's. I mean, it is Europe, and Europe turns it on ahead But for me, I don't. Think are Ars- they prolific enough?
0: Yeah. I, well, I think they are in the league. I don't think Arsenal fans would care to be honest. As long no, goals, especially when you got you got. I'd argue that I'd like to see Van Dijk score more, uh, and I'd like to see our backs contribute more. With, with, with I don't mean like tens of goals. I'd like to see the midfield contribute more. As <laughs> yeah, well. yeah. So I don't think Arsenal fans will care. We ought, to be honest as soon as that goal went in the fourth it was Arsenal were going to go on yeah. comfortably
1: especially against
0: Batty right? got and they've got Wren now haven't they in the next, in the next round yeah. and the next, other than Ben Arthur at Wren um, that's an interesting little side story because Emery and Ben Arthur fell out at PSG but you'd expect Arsenal to cast Wren aside very as well, likely so, yeah
1: no we started by sort of dogging Chelsea at the start yeah, of the we did. Start rightfully the, so uh, rightfully no, yeah. so but uh, they did turn up. Uh, I mean, it's marmo, but they you have to you have to get you have to get away the result.
0: Yeah, you've got to play what's in front of you. They were comfortable from the first leg, weren't they? Yeah. They were already ahead comfortably on aggregate in the first leg. They cast them aside again this week. I don't think there's a great deal to say other than fair play to them for like putting the disappointment of going out of the FA Cup to one side yeah. and doing the job for Saria. I read articles where they said, oh. They have given Sari a lifeline. I don't think the likes of a brand of, of Abramovic will see it that way. They won't look at Barbour and think. Well they won't there. even look at the Europa League and think. You like, winning the Europa League doesn't save managers. Um, no. And even if Sari were to win the Europa League, I still wouldn't think he was going to be there next year. Uh, it would just be a means of getting into the Champions League without getting in the top yeah. four. So I think Arsenal. And, I think it's there for Arsenal and Chelsea. I really do. I think... Um, yeah. This stage of the Europa, though, it's a you bit... You don't know like what I mean. Well, that was round of 32, wasn't it? So yeah. it's down to the last, uh, the last 16 now. Um, and you just have to wait and see. Valencia um, didn't look great against Celtic when um, no. uh, when they knocked Celtic out. So Valencia aren't what they used to be. Uh, so it, uh, I think it's there for either one of them. I, and I'm saying that kind of a little because I don't like either club, to be, to be honest. I mm-hmm. know we're supposed to be mm-hmm. unbiased, but... And I'm not one of these fans who says, oh, I just want English clubs to do well. I, I really don't care about English club clubs. I don't like Chelsea as a club. Arsenal are okay. I just thought the way they handled the Wenger situation really wound me up. So I'm not really that fussed about the Europa yeah. League or Arsenal or Chelsea, to be honest. No, me neither.
1: <laughs> me neither. Tell you what, let's move on. Final, uh, final segment for this week. And let's move into the Premier League.
0: Yeah, definitely. Before the Premier League, an upcoming game that we could do with looking at briefly, and I will say briefly because it feels like we only did this game not long ago, is the League Cup final. Um, Chelsea versus Man City. Hopefully as many goals involved. Well, hopefully as many goals, but a bit shared out, to be honest. I'd but like to, to see A zero. bit of entertainment for a new Are you going to watch it? No. Like, all my efforts tomorrow will be designed, Will be geared towards one game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, will, I mean, there was a big debate on TalkSport this week. Um, what was the bigger game was it liverpool united or was it the league cup final jim white was very much on his own when he said it was a league cup final because it's the first cup, domestic cup final of the season um usually it'd be the league cup final would be the biggest game of the weekend but because it's liverpool united and arguably it's one of the well it garners more views than any other game yeah. other than el classico i think over the last few years than any other world uh, than any other football match on the planet, it's Liverpool United, um, but we'll come on to that in a second. Chelsea City, you just hope that Chelsea put up a bit of a fight, but I just, I just don't these, see it. These games, it. these games tend to end up a damp squib. Yeah, they do. Um, what I'd like and I'd, what I'd hope is because those Chelsea players clearly aren't playing for salary. What you'd hope is that those Chelsea players play because they want a winners' medal. Yeah. That just professional pride, and you, you hear footballers saying. Um, well I never needed to be motivated by a manager and that's that's great. But you'd hope that players like Hazard, pl- um other players around him, even if they don't get along with Sari, you wanna win a tr- you wanna win a trophy, you, you wanna win be a medal. Professional. Be professional, yeah. I know we don't hear it a lot from Chelsea players. Um again, Chelsea fans, uh, at Towners Podcast if if you disagree, you don't hear professionalism from Chelsea players very often. And to be fair, Chelsea fans brewed their own players after they got Jose sacked, so they obviously know something's not quite right. Yeah. But you'd hope they play for pride and um, and at least give City a game. But but I don't see it. I think City will probably win fairly comfortably, even if it's only a one nil two nil. You can imagine City getting a goal and just being knocking the ball about, waiting for Chelsea to come onto them and hitting them yeah. on, on the break again. So anyway, let's get back to the Premier League. Yeah, uh,
1: right now as we are recording Saturday. Afternoon, yeah. Um, Burnley nil, Spurs nil. Um, still no, no, as we Chances start. are Spurs will score in the last 80th minute, uh, in the in the last 10 minutes, like they have been doing. As a Newcastle fan, would like it, would like to see that because Burnley. You know, it's just frustrating. Like,
0: this is the, now this is credit to Spurs because I keep looking at watching Spurs games and I just keep thinking, go away, just fall away, stop They're just fighting, pets, they? They're They're just pets. Pets. And, that, and that's in the best possible way. I'm not being nasty or anything. But they, see, well, with Kane and Ali being out, they've just they've stayed up there. They've scored late goals. They've got good results. Yes. They've not played particularly well, um, and it is a worry. It genuinely is. I heard on talks. But if we lose to United tomorrow, then Spurs, in in addition to us and City as well, have also got their own. If they go and win the rest of their games, they'll win the league yeah. or something. Like that. Yeah, because they've got City and us to play. Um, however. Um, unlikely that might be Kane started today as well which is good to yeah, see yeah it's back. good for them and they've um, but I, I fully expect them to score in the last 10-20 minutes um, but Burnley Burnley are always capable of pulling out results so we'll just have to wait and see yeah uh, other games today
1: um, Bournemouth Wolves um, biggest game of the weekend I'd argue is Newcastle Huddersfield I disagree I think but effectively obviously. if we win this day and we are due a win in terms of getting away with a
0: three points, if we win today, does that effectively put Huddersfield down? I would. I would have thought. I thought you were going to go the other way and say, does it make us safe? But oh, oh absolutely say, not. No, no, because Huddersfield are, are adrift. I don't think any difference in points between you and Huddersfield makes any difference. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd argue that they're already down. Are they, are they thirteen points from safety? Uh, I think they were before the last round of games, maybe, but they are currently fourteen points from safety so i think they're effectively down um i'd like them to stick with their new manager in the championship because uh he's very similar to wagner i think wagner apparently um suggested him as well excuse me suggested him as well so stick with him but i think they're down so you this i'd say this is a must win for newcastle i'd definitely say it's a must win yeah uh It'd be lovely. We should yeah, we should be beating them, it's, but then it's it's. You say it'd be lovely, but it, it's a must win. Like against a team that are pretty much down, those are three points that you can ill afford not to not to be putting on the board. And actually,
1: compared to talking two weeks ago, Rafa has a different type of headache. Mm. Apart from Kieran Clark, where it, the team's is incredible, is all fit. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see your start today. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him start. I'd like to get away from this five-three-two formation mm. he's playing, but. That's what how he set us up. He set us up very defensively. It's no surprises from Benitez. No. That's a Benitez style, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, very pragmatic. Um, but yeah, the other game today is Leicester-Crystal Palace. Mm. It's a bit of a...
0: Meh, I mean, sorry, Leicester Palace fans. Um, two fairly middling in the road teams. Well, actually, saying that, Crystal Palace are on the, sa- are on the same points as Brighton 27. Yeah. If they lose today and we win, they are really in They are, and they shouldn't be down there, Palace. You look at the players they've got. Wan-Missaka, uh, Zaha. It something to
1: do with the oldest Premier League manager yeah, in the league. I, I mean,
0: league. don't get me onto Roy Hodgson. That could that could take us down a whole new path. Um, Leicester as well, a bit of a weird one. They were actually performing quite well in the league. You look at the points tally where they are at the moment, and yet the fans still aren't happy. So, I mean, I don't know what Puel has to do to get them on side. They've beaten City this year. They, Probably they win the league. They were, yeah, well, they were very, yeah, exactly. They were very good against us at Anfield. We were looking to get a point uh, against them at that point, so mm. um, yeah. To me, it's a, it's a nothing game. I apologize. Or well, the Premier League
1: game this the the only other Premier League game this weekend we've mentioned haven't we? You know we don't really need to go into is United Liverpool. <laughs> we don't game. need to go into that game doing that. We I don't think we need
0: to. I think it's all been said. No, yeah. I'm very nervous. I, I'm very happy that Van Dyke's back. I mean, some of our fans might have a pop at me for being nervous, but it's just the way I've always been before these big games. I'll be at Old Trafford. Uh, or aka the swamp in the away end tomorrow um that's people keep saying that if we don't win the game then that's the title cities but if we draw we go one point ahead of city on the same amount of games played and if you would have told me in august having having played both manchester clubs home and away and being on the same amount of games played as city if you get into the end of february one point ahead of them in the league I'd have said i can't believe that so yeah, yeah obviously i want to win and I keep telling myself we need to win, but a draw. I puts think it's is a big game for both teams in terms of
1: if United win, massive. Oh yeah. If I think, Liverpool win, I think that's the connotations
0: title. I think the connotations for United win are far more for everybody else. I know nobody else wants us to win the league. I think if United win, that puts our title hopes. It doesn't completely kill them, but it's a real worry. A real worry. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's going to be interesting. I'll yeah. be watching that tomorrow yeah. as well. Uh, there is some midweek. Round of games. There are. I know
0: we've got Watford on Wednesday, and I think that the atmosphere of that game and the performance of that um, of that game. Did you will Did be you very... see the result last night? Oh yeah, the Delafeo hat trick. Yeah, yeah, which we've not even spoken about. No, you? no, we're um, going to possibly... go into that in a second. But, yeah. Um yeah incredible so what for the quality side I'm I'm worried about uh, Wednesday but I can't worry about two games at the same time um, <laughs> so I'll think about Wednesday I think Wednesday for, from a Liverpool uh, fans point of view will very much depend on tomorrow um, the atmosphere at the ground will be very dependent on the result tomorrow if we yeah. don't lose tomorrow I think it'll be bouncy uh, the atmosphere but if we lose it may be a little forced we may have to force ourselves not to get up for the game but we may have to I think it would be a lot Good time more...
1: for you, though, in terms of your rivals in the league. They're playing West Ham, and West Ham last night didn't kick into top gear, I didn't feel. No. I watched
0: the game. I can't see... It. So City got West Ham? City, yeah. At, at City, I like At it. City, yeah. Yeah, I don't see... I mean, I, again, that might be the pessimist for me, but I can't see West Ham getting anything no. at City. The
1: other big midweek game, uh, apart from Newcastle-Burnley, two teams so <laughs> uh, there. I'll keep game, mentioning
0: it. it. No, is, no, it, it is. Newcastle... So you've got is it at St James's or is it at their place St James's that's a massive game we're better away though we're happy this season but it's a big big game that again um, obviously I like to I like to see Newcastle in the league I prefer it's a fantastic away day for me personally having lived up there for a couple of years so and obviously I don't want them to get results against us but any result that keeps Rafa and Newcastle in the Premier League I'm happy with Chelsea Spurs as well midweek it's a massive game actually we've kind of glossed on to that one but um, that's a big, big game. You, again, form goes out the window for Derby, so you don't know really, truly how that's going to go. No. But you'd expect if you were putting money on a on a win, it'd be Spurs, yeah. wouldn't it? Really, but you never know. Let's talk about the two games that were played
1: Friday, yesterday. um Let's just talk very, very, very briefly. Watford, Cardiff. Watford five, Cardiff one. That's not, not
0: that much. I mean, Delphio's hat trick was more surprising. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Which Karen, actually,
1: can I just give you a start here? Yeah, go for it as as you know I like to get into some stats now and again you do Delefay became only the third player to score a Premier League hat-trick on a Friday he also joins <laughs> Dean Windas you could
0: argue that Premier League games shouldn't be played on a Friday well there carry on. That. he joins Dean Windas oh, and a man. Thierry Henry
1: what a man was. Dean Windas was to score a hat-trick on a Friday Fair but point. he also joins a list which mm. includes Suarez yeah. Mahrez and Defoe mm-hmm. to score hat-tricks in Wales
0: that's interesting yeah Nice little I like that. It's yeah, just, yeah, just a, little a little bit of uh, yeah. I'd have never known that. That's like that's pub quiz trivia, isn't yeah, it? I it like is, that. Yeah. Um, this is what I'm here for, viewers. <laughs> you know, he's I mean, considering Everton were happy for him to kind of go back to Barca. Everton fans weren't that bothered when he when Barca took him back. Uh, he's doing well at Watford, fair play to him. Um I'm not that surprised by the result because Cardiff, even though they're usually defensively quite strong under Warnock, um, they can throw in a shocking performance every now and again. Mm. Uh, I was just told,
1: I was just glad that Cardiff kind of did score one Bamba because I know quite a few people on Fantasy football had decided themselves to get a one or two uh, what for defenders and goalkeeper so that, ah, right. that made me happy. Anyway, I, I, we're we're gonna finish on this particular yeah. game yeah, we are. for for a reason. You'll see yeah. that in a few minutes. Uh, the West Ham Fulham game now I watched. I sat down and watched this game to my oh. sins last night.
0: Fulham went one 0 ahead, didn't they? Babel uh, scored. Babel scored yeah. very very early yeah. uh,
1: with his ridiculous hair color. Um, <laughs> Barbel, again, you know. Any, Barble, Barbel. I've one game yeah. <laughs> Ryan Barbel. He, uh, he has this ability to be in the wrong place at the wrong time for the rest of
0: the game. I think I've seen Fulham a few times and my, my interest has peaked since Ryan went over there. I think whenever I've seen him, he's looked very lively for Fulham. Lively, in like, the wrong place. That's my point. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's. And obviously, Fulham are, the the form has been a bit rocky, uh, to say the very least. I think he's. He looked good, and and I, I looked. Uh, I was following it on Twitter. I was. I didn't watch it for my sins, um, but I saw that he'd scored. And I was quite happy for for that. But I wasn't surprised when it said West Ham Road back whatsoever because no. Fulham. I mean, they, they brought Ranieri in to stop this, but defensively they are woeful. Absolutely.
1: It's been a Twenty
0: million. I in cannot the summer believe and how dross. shocking they are defensively. I you know can't... that
1: Frank seven names Zanguisa no, just, they they they're shocking defensively. Like, so you you've got more midf- they've got a load of midfielders. Why yeah. have they not got? Why have they not strengthened that defence? Ridiculous. Anyway, the scores for West Ham were Hernandez, Diop, and Antonio. Diop and Antonio are not really that interested in those two. Apart no. from Antonio doesn't score that often, but decides to do himself a public flamboyance. S-
0: Scored against us yeah well those, his
1: his celebration was that of a man who scores regularly no. it shouldn't have been the one <laughs> the one player the one goal we wanted to focus on last this week i say
0: focus on but it's more of a segue isn't it it is a segue and this is because we are professional podcasters <laughs> oh, and right, we I mean, we think yeah. about things <laughs> right well it's everyone who've will have, uh read about the game or watched the game will have known that um javier hernandez scored with uh his his best Diego Maradona impression.
1: No, no. Diego had it in the air. <laughs>
0: Hernandez had it away
1: from his head like he was waiting for a bus. <laughs> it was incredible. Um, it, it was
0: one of those where when you first watched it, you were like... What was his celebration like? Did he wheel away... Like, no, no. He was he, looking at the linesman. Was he? I think did he, he not looking, look embarrassed?
1: No, because I think he was looking to see Yeah. he was offside. Yeah. He, must, he obviously knew it the <laughs> He
0: wasn't thinking that, oh, I might get done for slapping the ball over yeah. the line. Well, the for reason... me, there was nothing... It, you watched
1: it and you thought that was a good goal then you you look at it again and you think there's something not." and then the
0: camera Mm. changes but none of the Fulham players really well they obviously either had backs to it or it happened because it does happen very quickly it does does, absolutely Um, split second so the the referee and the linesman have to make the decision then and there Um, the reason we're ending on it is because as a lot of Alison will know we started a new series this week didn't we and, and yeah I, and the start, idea is I started off the, this podcast by thanking those for the, the feedback I think for the
1: idea behind the two footed series for us is that um, we wanted to do something midweek yeah but be, with time constraints and things and work stuff it meant that we couldn't really dive in and things like that no. so the idea is we're going to have a 20 odd minute on one subject one topic that um, needs the coverage where ty- we're, we're, we can get it out every Wednesday yeah you know, just as a bite size, and and we just released one earlier this week. Yeah, on, on goalkeeping. Wednesday, yeah, on goalkeeping, as we mentioned. And next week's is going to be focusing on refereeing. Refereeing. The idea of VAR. Yeah. And so, and it's we're trying to keep it. um We're trying to sort of see where the world of football is, aren't we? Yeah. And sort of talk about it.
0: And we have had some really good feedback on it so far. So if you haven't checked out our tribute to late Gordon Banks. Uh, and seeing that how goalkeeping has changed give it a look um, refereeing and our take on the current refereeing standards and the inception of VAR that will be out on Wednesday as well absolutely
1: and just before we finish I just want to say you know if you are listening to this and you know we, we, we're we trying to get the podcast out there and so people do listen but if you've got any ideas for us or you want to agree disagree tell me Simon that I'm wonderful any of that <laughs> please don't <laughs> <laughs> ego's already big enough Um Catch us at on Twitter at Terence Podcast, um, and we've
0: got a few exciting things in the in the pipeline, have not we?
1: We do. We, we what allows what what's good about the Two Footed series is because it's a one topic thing. It allows us to be a little bit more varied yeah. in terms of uh, what we can do, and Definitely. I think the plans that we have for this, um, we're, we're kind of we're really hopeful, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We, we, are. we were excited about the week week weekend version of this but i think we're both now very much excited about the midweek yeah we
0: are are, definitely um so really i think all that we need to say now is thank you for thank you for your listens thank you for your shares and your retweets we really appreciate it and
1: you know uh, as i say get catch on twitter if you want to have a chat with us but if not enjoy the rest of your weekend enjoy your week i will be back with you on wednesday see you later